Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovacs. Mishnah Yomi is in chapter 4 of Yevamot, Mishnah 5, Mishnah Hey. Mitzvah begodol liyabem. The mitzvah is incumbent first upon the eldest brother to perform yibam. Now the Torah actually hints to this in the verse, Vehaya habachor shirteled, the firstborn. Now it's, it sounds a little bit like they're talking about the firstborn child of that Yibam relationship, of the widow and the brother, but our sages learn out that's not necessary to state. It really refers to the oldest surviving brother being the one who has first dibs at Yibam. Lo if the oldest surviving brother does not want to perform Yibam, meholchin okol ha'achin. We will get all the brothers together, have a family meeting, and find out who is willing to do it. Lo if none of the brothers want to do Yibam, to marry the widow of their brother, we go back to the oldest son, the oldest surviving brother, and we tell him, Alecha mitzvah. It's upon you to do the mitzvah. The buck stops here, as they say. Now it's up to you. Either do chalitza and release this widow to marry someone else, not one of the brothers, or marry her in Yibam. Now the Mishnah implies very strongly that Yibam is a greater mitzvah than chalitza. There's actually a discussion in the Gemara. The Gemara does bring a statement that chalitza might be better if there's any reason to be concerned that the brother is marrying the widow, maybe for, for Yerusha, for money, maybe because she's very pretty. So in a case where the marriage is not what we call the Shem Shemaim for the sake of doing the mitzvah, then maybe Yibam could be discouraged. However, the Shulchan Aruch and other major authorities in Jewish law accept the view that Yibam is still preferable to chalitza, unless you know there's some sort of uh, incorrect intention. And this issue came to, a, came to the forefront in 1950 in Israel. What happened was right after the state of Israel was established, Hashem should protect Israel from, from all of our, uh, our enemies and all, all the people who hate the Jewish people. So shortly after the establishment of the state, the chief rabbis, the government, they got together and said, listen, we want everyone to have a uniform set of halacha about marriage and divorce. And we're going to have a decree. There shouldn't be any yibum done. Everyone should just do chalitza. At this time, shortly after Hakamat Medinot, shortly after the establishment of, of Eretz Yisrael, there were a lot of Arab Jews, Jews coming from Arab countries who were escaping persecution, going to Eretz Yisrael. And this included Jews from Yemen. And in Yemen, the custom, the tradition was always to yibum whenever possible. So in 1950, a case came up. There was a young couple where yibum uh, could occur from Yemen, and they said, we want to follow our tradition, and we don't know why the government is banning Yibam. And famously, Haravo Vadia Yosef Zatzal, who was then only 30 years old, stepped up and said they should go ahead and do the Yibam, as is their custom, and not follow the, um, the, the uh, pronouncement of the government that we should only do Chalitza, because after all, all of the Sephardi Jews and all of the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, you know, before, this, before the uh, pioneers came, Back to Eretz Yisrael, there were still Sephardi Jews living in Eretz Yisrael, and they had accepted the Shulchan Aruch, the Maran Shulchan Aruch, as the law of the land. So Rav Avadiyah Yosef Zatzali has a long explanation of this in his tshuva. You can find it in Yabia Omer. The name of the Sefer is Yabia Omer, Volume 6, uh, Section Evan Ha'ezer, Section 14 of Evan Ha'ezer. And he goes through the opinions, what's better, Yibam or Chalitza, and, and what's the, the ruling of the Shulchan Aruch and other great sages. And at the end of the day, he says they should continue doing Yibam as was their custom. Of course, if the custom is Chalitza, as I believe it is in, in America, then one should follow that custom. 
in any event, if a situation of Yibam or Chalitza arises and they're asking you what to do, please consult competent halachic authorities before you tell them uh, what to do because we don't paskin, we don't decide legal matters based on just learning the Mishnah. So let's go on to Mishnah Vav, Mishnah 6, Tolo Bekotan Ad Shiyogdil. If the older brother says, listen, I don't want to do Yibam, but I have a 12-year-old brother and he's going to be bar mitzvah in six months, so let's have the widow wait for him to grow up a little bit, and then they can get married. It's interesting because this is actually what Yehuda told Tamar, uh, to wait for Shelah, the third son, to grow up. The mission brings another case, or there's an older brother, but he's overseas. He's on a business trip in Spain, and he's not going to be back for six months. So the next oldest brother, who is local, says, listen, let's, let's have the widow wait for him. Or the brother is uh, deaf and mute, obeshote, or he's a little bit out of his mind, and they want to wait until they can have a refuah, he can get cured and uh, get back to normal, be able to do yibam. Ain shomin lo. We do not listen to the brothers to delay the yibam or chalitza to wait for someone else to do it. Ela obim lo. But we tell the oldest brother who's on the scene, alecha mitzvah. The mitzvah's on you. O chaletz o yibam. Either release her in chalitza or marry her in yibam. This is reminiscent of Pirkei Avot, uh, Ethics of the Fathers, Chapter 2, Mishnah 6, where it says, In a place where there's no, no one to do the job, sometimes you've got to step up and do the job, even if you're not necessarily the best man for the job. Yashar Koach and be well.